On this episode, we talk about LeBron James and his opinions towards Donald Trump, Blake Griffin, and child support payments, and we have one of our more intense discussions regarding Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott's backlash is you played yourself. Congratulations, you just played yourself because that's what he did. But he it that's why that's what, been so an why, issue. So, so why is Jerry it, so why is it, if he didn't play himself, why is he coming out and saying, "Oh, I was misunderstood"? Because he's half black. The black community automatically, because he doesn't agree with the majority of the black community, all of a sudden he's an Uncle Tom. He's but nobody said a, that. No, 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 that's fine. Okay, so if he, was white, if he was white, would you feel differently? I would still have a problem with it because he missed the boat. It's he missed the boat according to who? To you. No, but my, this, not, just not, just, not just me. Not just me, though. According to me, not I, just, I, all I I'm saying is you're tuned into the new channel sports podcast, the ultimate sports talk podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, this is another edition of the New Channel Sports Podcast. Thank you for joining us. We have a very, very awesome show in store for you today. I am your host. My name is O.N.Y. I am being joined by one of my co-hosts, Chris. What is going down, bro? What's good, Houston? Straight across from me, you all know this guy. He's he's um he's special. He's a special, special guy. But what's what's going down, Trey? I'll take that. Special. Special. Not much, man. I'm happy to be here today. Looking forward to this show. Shout out to Laker Nation and Cowboy Nation. The, the time is ticking. The time is ticking. We're almost couple, like almost two months exactly away from the Day of Reckoning. Mm. You ready? I'm definitely ready. Cavs on parade. The Texans are going to open up a can of Did he say, whoop. He said calves? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what he always says. That's, a, that's nonsense. Yeah, he thinks he thinks it's funny. He has a little. I don't giggle. know how I've missed that this whole time. <laughs> he said that a million times already. A million times. Wow. You must tune him out. That's what you do. I had no idea he was saying that. <laughs> I'm now upset. Yeah, man. But that's that's going to be great. I can't wait for that day. I mean, that could be the end of the podcast right there. It could be. So we have some LeBron James news to get into. LeBron James opened up a school in Akron. I promise. I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was a great thing for him to do that. He opens up the school, and he also is on CNN with uh, Don Lemon. We're going to go ahead and play the actual audio of what LeBron James said with John Lennon. I'll, I'll play that right now. I think athletics are important, but also their mind. I think both. I think it just plays... Um it is bring when you're when you're a part of sports and you're a part of your mind. It just brings some so much camaraderie and so much fun. You know, we we, we are in a position right now in America, more importantly, where this whole this race thing is is, is taking over. You know, and and um, because one because I believe our president is kind of trying to divide us. Um, but I think kind of yeah <laughs> he is he is not I want to say kind of he's he's dividing us and and what I noticed over the last few months. Um, that he's kind of used sport 
to kind of divide us. And I, and that's something that I can't relate to because I know that sport was the first time I ever was around someone white, you know, and I, and I, and I got an opportunity to see them and learn about them and they got an opportunity to learn about me and we became very good friends. And I was like, Oh wow, this is all because of sports and sports has never been something that divide people. It's always been something that brings someone together. So that audio is courtesy of CNN. LeBron James basically says that Donald Trump is trying to divide us here in America. And then Donald Trump replies back to LeBron James and he tweets this. This is exactly what he tweeted. LeBron James was just interviewed by the dumbest man on television, Don Lemon. He made LeBron James look smart, which isn't easy to do. I like Mike. I guess he's referencing um, Michael Jordan that he likes Mike. Mike later on went ahead and said that he supports LeBron James. So what what, what do you guys think about all this? It's strange. <laughs> That's what it is. I don't understand how a sitting president. So first of all, that interview with Don Lemon that he tweeted about happened earlier in the week. He yeah. must have watched a repeat of it. Right. So let's break this down. You're president. You're watching a repeat and you're tweeting about a repeat with somebody opening up a school. And one of the biggest things that we have in this country is education. We're always trying to grow education. Somebody opens up a school for disadvantaged youth, children, younger individuals in fourth and fifth grade, and they're looking to expand, and you call him basically dumb? It just doesn't make sense. We've been said that we've tuned out this president, but it's hard to tune him out when he keeps coming around and saying crazy things at this point i don't think it's fair to say we're tuning them out at this point you need to educate people that this type of behavior not only is it not sustainable it's just it's downright sad that's why i think of it when i saw the, the tweet that was sad yeah it's you guys already know how i feel and to not get myself into any trouble <laughs> personally or professionally i just don't get it like I just, I think whether you're Republican or Democrat or if you're a liberal or you're an independent, it doesn't matter to me. I've always think I've always held the office of the president of the United States as the highest office possible. So no matter who won, you won, and I supported them no matter what or who I voted for. But I've never seen this. And I and I hope that I never ever ever have to see this again. It's embarrassing, to be quite honest with you, because if I mean if anybody else did this in any other profession, I think they would consider it like bullying or cyberbullying or whatever it's called now. Like I just don't, I don't understand. We got so many other problems in this world and in this country. And I think what LeBron James said is, I mean, again, that's his opinion, but this gentleman's giving. Free tuition, free uniforms, free bicycle and a helmet, free transportation within two miles to the school, free breakfast, lunch, and snacks, a food pantry for families, GEDs and job placement services for parents, guaranteed tuition to the University of Akron for every student who graduates. And he's dumb? Like, I mean, I just, I mean, like, kind <laughs> of what Chris said, I'm going to say, how could you even... Why would you even fix your lips to say that? I mean, he's human, so he has a right to feel how he feels if someone's personally attacking him. But as a president of the United States, I guess for the past eight years, I got used to somebody who kind of held himself to a higher standard and didn't get involved in the stuff like this. I never thought I would see the president in a Twitter war with 
anybody, much less uh, someone who's doing good for the community. And for somebody who's always talking about making America great again, which for me, I mean, I don't know. That's not the point. For somebody who's so big (laughs) on making America great again, and to have somebody being in the form of LeBron James who is doing that, if that's that's what you claim that you're trying to make America great again, that's what he's doing by opening up the school like you mentioned, basically not just a school. They're lending the school year so a lot of these kids can catch up, number one, and then providing them outlets to do things after that. That's not only cleaning up your streets. I mean, when you have a young person, it doesn't matter what color you are. The school's not discriminating. It's just for anybody exactly. who, who's just in trouble, who needs help. I mean, just disadvantaged kids. I don't. How can you be against it? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I really don't know. And then, I mean, and it's not like LeBron James is the first or the last person to to say that he's been divisive. And I mean that. I mean, the, uh, America feels that way. I think people, whether you're, no matter what race you are, you feel that is the climate in America. It's very racial tensions are nowhere near back to what they were, you know, back in the day. But racial racial tensions are higher now than they've been in a long time. Um, and I. What he's saying is what a lot of people feel. Uh, just a lot of people don't hear it from the everyday citizens like you can hear from LeBron James. Yeah, yeah, I used some key words there. Embarrassing is one of the words that I want to use. It's it's embarrassing to me to see the president of the United States get into a Twitter war with someone. Like, I just, just do your job, man. You know how they tell athletes to just play basketball? Just be the president of the United States of America. Just stay out of this little stuff. It's it's childish. It really is. And um on LeBron James' side, I can't commend the guy more. I think he's an excellent role model. He's embracing the spotlight. You know, you have a lot of athletes out there that, you know, they know what they can do. They know what they can do for the community, but they kind of fail to embrace it. But he's walking right into it. Whether he's right or wrong, at least he's embracing it and he's trying to do something, um, make things better for people in his community. I just, I can't do anything but commend the guy. Can you imagine if Donald Trump would have came out and said, you know what? LeBron James, I commend you for opening the school. Positive stuff. That would probably be a big story right now. But instead, he has something negative to say, as usual. And he's he's right. I mean, he it seems like he's using sports to try to divide us. This is what it seems like he's doing. Yeah. He can't find anything positive to say about anything right now, as far as related to sports. And it's just, I mean, you're right, Chris. It's sad. And you make a good point. The, with the whole division, I don't know if any person, and Trey alluded to this, on any side, whether you're conservative, you're liberal, whatever you, whatever political beliefs you may have, I think everybody can agree, educating kids, good, <laughs> right? That's a good thing. There's really no nothing negative you can say about it. I, he was, and to be clear, he wasn't necessarily saying the school's a negative. I think he was just saying LeBron's a negative, and he just wanted to point that out. But it was just bad timing. Yeah, that's, that's that's exactly the point. It was, it was poor, poor timing. You can't. But LeBron James did make his comments directly afterwards. Yeah. So I guess you know Donald Trump can help himself. If someone says anything about him, he's gonna say this in the back. But don't think there's not an agenda here for Donald Trump. He's doing all this for a reason. There are some people that agree with him wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. And he is talking to those people. He wants their vote again for the next election. So that's that's what he's doing. He's trying to put his points out there to get those people to follow him 
come whenever the election will come again. And that's and that's part of what it's about. I, I mean, I know we're not a political podcast, but this is the truth. LeBron's been in Ohio, and that is a swing state. LeBron's not in Ohio anymore. And notice, and just be very clear, he's not attacking the school or anything. He's attacking LeBron because LeBron's really popular there. You can imagine any political figure going there. If you can have LeBron at your rally, man, I would have him. Why not? Because he's so popular there. Why not knock him if you can? Because he's surely not going to advocate for you. That's true. That's true. And he, uh, the and the comment when it came to like if he would run for president and uh, if he <laughs> if he had no other candidate and if he didn't run LeBron, um, LeBron, um, forty five would be you know elected president again. Did you hear that part? Mm-hmm. And he was like, okay, well maybe I would consider it uh, at that point in time. It's sad. I mean, but I mean, it's going to take somebody with that type of popularity now that mm-hmm. the the doors are open uh, to to try and compete against somebody like that. But just to for for him to be able to voice his concerns, to hear that rebuttal from the president, and then twenty four hours late, less than twenty four hours later, to come back and say, oh, you know, I'm very excited about meeting Kim Jong Un again, and like mm-hmm. having, I'm like, whoa, 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 like where, were, <laughs> how is this even possible? Like LeBron James and and Don Lemon are stupid and <laughs> ignorant or whatever, but you want to go meet with this guy, and yeah. and you're excited about meeting this guy, like. Where our, our priorities are just all messed up right now. And, and this goes a little further away from what we're talking about, but I have to commend LeBron. This is why my generation, particularly me, have such an affinity for LeBron. It's because it's not just on the court, it's off the court. As much as y'all can like him, I like, love him, he's great on the court. But off the court, during his prime, you didn't really look up to him in that way. He was so good on the court that you just loved him. But LeBron is embraced on the court, off the court, kind of similar to Dikembe. If you ask me personally, and this is heresy to Houston Rockets fans, I like Dikembe more than I like the dream. You, I know you love the dream because everything he does on the court, but off the court, everything Dikembe has done for his country. I mean, I'm serious. If you don't know what Dikembe— If y'all don't hear Chris anymore, it's because I cut his mic off. No, but I'm, what I'm saying is if you, if you know what Dikembe has done for his country— building hospitals and doing things. It's not just, it's using sports as your platform to do bigger and better things. And Dikembe leads the charge with that. So because you said that, I'll try to talk about another note later on, but not right now. But <laughs> I was going to say, I can't believe this guy just said that. But I understand what you're saying. I'll just talk about it now. There was a interview um, with, I can't remember the guy's name, but he basically said that the reason LeBron James is the GOAT is because of the things he does off the court. And that's why he would always think as LeBron James as being a better athlete than Michael Jordan. He compares LeBron James to Muhammad Ali, and then he kind of compared Michael Jordan to a um, Floyd Mayweather. Floyd Mayweather was undefeated, but he didn't do anything off the court like Muhammad Ali did. That's why everybody considers him the greatest, even though he does have losses under his belt. So I understand what you're saying. I really do. But back on to LeBron James, LeBron James has definitely evolved as a basketball player and as a person back when he made the decision and he decided to tell everybody that he was going to Miami, I kind of feel like he felt like, you know what? I did it the wrong way. And ever since then, he's just gone from level one to level two to level three. Yeah. He's just gotten better publicly, even the way he speaks to the media has gone way better than when he first started in the league. So he's definitely made an impression on people of his generation and on myself as well. I wasn't really too big about LeBron James when he first came out, but as time has gone on and I've seen also that he's done 
not just on the court and off the court. It's just the man that he's become. I can't help but to be impressed with him. You know, because I told you guys, I ignore. I mean, I, I know that sounds sad as an American, but I ignore what comes out of uh, the president's mouth. I just like I just nothing surprises. You should me. call him Jimmy. <laughs> Nobody, nothing he says will ever. I don't think he can ever surprise me. Um, and I, I just I don't know that bothers me. But what I was shocked to see was the backlash Michael Jordan got for saying what he said uh, about basically saying, I support LeBron and he's doing an amazing job for the community. I thought that people kind of gave Michael Jordan a hard time saying like he should have mentioned the president or he should have attacked the president. or I mean, like he can't win for losing, but I think it's because of what he's done in the past, the opposite of what LeBron has. He's, Michael Jordan has really never really came out and took a stand on anything. Mm-hmm. I mean, just – I love Michael Jordan to death, um, but I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't expect him. I didn't expect him to come out and you know issue you know a rebuttal you know to what the president said. I thought what he said was enough to me, uh, but I just think that's just another thing just to keep this file. I'm fire so burning. I'm so glad you said that because when I read his comments, I just thought it was a lukewarm response. Mm-hmm. It didn't. It didn't do anything for me. And you're right because it didn't surprise me. Right. I, I, me, I personally hate lukewarm people. It's just, I'm just being honest with you. That's why me and Trey, we get along because Trey's a Cowboy fan for better or worse. But at the end of the day, I know what you're doing. I don't like playing the fence. If, like, if you're not going to do it, just say I'm not going to do it. Don't do this half, you know, right. this kind of half measure. I, I, can't, I can't. I don't handle that. Right. Because it doesn't tell me whether you're hot or you're cold. It's not for everybody. It's definitely not. If you're out there and you're a high-profile athlete, there are going to be some circumstances where you're going to have to side with the right or the left. And not all athletes are good at doing that. Can you imagine if the Rockets had an issue right now and it was with someone within the team? Who's going to come up to the platform and speak for the team? Not Jimmy. It's not going to be James Harden. Jimmy ain't going to do It's going to be Chris Paul. Mm-hmm. Chris Paul is built for that. I don't know why James you Harden. Keep letting no, no, him get away on. with this Jimmy thing, bro. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> This is this is not we're not I, doing this. I, I don't I don't do violence. Okay, <laughs> I, I, do, unless, when, unless <laughs> when Chris Paul walked into the Clippers locker room, James Harden was behind him like a chihuahua, like yeah, get him, Chris, get him, Chris, get him, get him, Chris. Anyway, <laughs> James Harden is that guy. When you say lukewarm, I think of James Harden all. He, he's, he might be. I don't he think might, he Jimmy's might, cold. He might be. Jimmy Jimmy cold. Cold. He might be cold. James, that's that's yeah, he's more cold. He's more cold. And he's I'm fine cold. with that. But this is just my point. I can't think of anybody who's really this lukewarm. Down, we we might get to that subject actually after this one. Yeah, Yeah, that was a kind of a lukewarm comment. But like I said, it is very hard to be this man. No matter what he does, there's going to be some kind of criticism. He's the most criticized athlete ever. Second is probably Tiger, Tiger Woods to me, as far as post maybe Muhammad Ali. Muhammad Ali, yes, definitely Muhammad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Muhammad Ali's there I too. But I was I was a, I wasn't around when he was okay, really just being criticized. Yeah. I can I can only imagine what he was going through. I really can. But as far as in our time, it has to be LeBron James. I mean, he's scrutinized for everything. And he for him to embrace it the way that he has and be like, I'm going to tell you how I feel no matter what. I I can really respect that. I think you have to define scrutinized because there's been some people held, I mean, with their feet well, held to the fire. I'm just talking about on a consistent basis. They might have been some athletes that have been scrutinized more than he has, but for that moment of time. Uh, yeah. He is scrutinized since he came out of high school into the league till now. 
It's a consistent barrage as opposed to, for instance, Tiger Woods. He wasn't really scrutinized when he first came into the yeah. to play golf. He was embraced. He was the, the leader of golf. But then after what happened to him, then he started getting scrutinized. This is, you know, I mean. You can if you disagree, that's fine. Um, Trey, it won't be the first time, won't be the last. <laughs> I see you, I see you over there. It definitely won't be the last. I'm, I'm just so, I don't know. I'm, I'm just fed up. I'm disappointed. I'm really, really disappointed at you know the leadership. I, I mean, like I said, you're. It's like you talk about like that's the most prestigious office, the most prestigious job in the world to me. In the world. Not in the United States. That's the most prestigious job. And you probably looked at the person with probably the most power in the world. I mean, really? And you choose to do this in your spare time and go after this? It just blows my mind. So what the president fails to, to realize to me is that he's in office. He doesn't have to do what he's doing to try to prove anything. If he were just silent, that would speak volumes. He doesn't have to clap back at everybody. I mean, and out of all people, LeBron James, look, if you disagree with someone, that's fine. And I think that's where in this country we're kind of, it's like we can't disagree with you right anymore. It's, if we don't have the same opinions as someone else, okay, you're totally wrong. I'm going to say what I have to say about you, and that's it. And he is part of the problem. The guy that's on the very top is teaching all the young folks that might be looking at him. Sadly, there's some young folks looking at him and what he's doing. And they want to emulate that when they get older. It's, it makes no sense. And that I, and, and what you're saying actually falls right in line with our next topic, to be honest with you. Because I just I really believe that's the way that it is. And in today's world, either we agree or you're stupid mm-hmm. or you don't get it. And uh, it starts at the top. Well, speaking of the next topic, we're just, I guess we'll get right into it. Jerry Jones, your owner. Uncle Jerry. My owner. Jerry's world. Yes, sir. Dallas Cowboys. America's team. He basically said that anybody that plays football for the Dallas Cowboys has to stand for the national anthem. They can't even stay in the locker room. They have to come out there and stand for the national anthem. Dak Prescott, he pretty much had his own words to say, oh, we'll play the tape. This is what Dak Prescott had to say. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't necessarily listen to it. It has no effect to me because I do exactly what I'm doing and what I've said and what I stand by, whether I was wearing the star or not, whether I was playing for Jerry Jones, Stephen Jones, or any other owner. Uh, I believe in what I believe in, and that's that. No, I never protest. I never protest during the anthem, and I don't think that's the time or the venue to do so. Uh, the game of football has always brought me such a peace, and I think it does the same for a lot of people, a lot of people playing the game, a lot of people watching the game, a lot of people that have any impact of the game. So when you bring such a controversy uh, to the to the stadium, to the field, to the game, uh, it takes away. It takes away from that. It takes away from the joy and to the, the love that football brings a lot of people. And so for me, I'm all about making a change, making a difference. Um, and I think this whole kneeling and all that was all about just raising awareness and the fact that we're still talking about social injustice years later. I think we've got to that point. I think we've proved and we know that the social injustice. So I'm... I'm up for taking a next step that whatever that step may be uh, for action and not just kneeling. I've always believed standing up for what I believe in uh, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. So there it is, Dak Prescott. He basically says that he's always stood for a national anthem. Um, It takes the joy away from football. 
this whole kneeling controversy. What what what's your guys' opinion on this? I know Trey, you have some opinions on that. I'll let I'll let you start. So, I personally am I'm I'm I agree with Jerry Jones for one. I I I I appreciate his stance as a as an American. Um, I am black and still agree with with what he says. I applaud Dak Prescott for stepping up and supporting his owner and not only supporting his owner but being honest about what he feels. I think I said this when this all started. I'm one of those. I'm so. I'm not. I'm not brave enough. I wasn't brave enough to ser- uh, serve in the military. So I really appreciate. I mean, I go out of my way to try and show appreciation to those people that fought for our country. I think those people are the bravest people in the world. Because uh, although I'm bleed red, white, and blue, I could never, ever, ever do what some of those people did and, and make the sacrifices they did. So I appreciate that. I'm one of those people that when I hear the national anthem, sometimes at sporting events, especially in person. I get chicken skin. I get the goosebumps. I get, I get like, I don't know. Catch me on the right day, you might see my eyes start watering because I'm proud to be an American, and I'm, and I, I would never in my right mind think that it's okay to protest the national anthem. I don't agree with everything this country does, but at no point in time does it ever make me wish I was someplace else or make me hold what other people's uh, actions are against the United States of America or that flag. That rep- that flag represents a lot more to me than what it does to other people. So kind of like what Dak Prescott said, when I see that and I see the athletes really, you know, honing in, thinking, focusing, meditating, whatever it is during that playing of the national anthem, I mean, I, I kind of, I feel exactly like that Dak Prescott feels. That's like, I don't know, that's, you know, it's sacred to me almost, you know, and I, I just think people shouldn't disrespect that. And I think, like he said, there's other ways to protest and there's other ways to make that happen. Not saying that what they were, the reason they were doing it wasn't, right and they could protest however they want to but again just follow the rules of of, of where you work I, I think i said uh, dak prescott's uh salary cap hit is seven hundred twenty five thousand eight hundred and forty eight dollars this year he's one of the lowest paid quarterbacks in the nfl and i know a lot of people a lot of people who support their bosses and do what their bosses ask them to do for a lot less than seven hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year so for him just to say, okay, yeah, I agree with what my boss says and I'm going to do it. I know people making a lot less than that and don't protest at their jobs. I'm just saying. Right. I, I think the situation has evolved since Colin Kaepernick took the first knee. I don't think it was up to Jerry Jones to tell them whether or not they need to go out there and stand for national anthem. The rule right now in place is you can stay in the locker room if you want to. And I don't think he has the right to take that away from some of the athletes. If they decide they want to stay in the locker room because of what has transpired to this point, that's fine. I blame Jerry Jones for this whole situation. Dak Prescott could have he could have said a lot more as far as his comments. He didn't have to, but he could have said a lot more. He put his players in a difficult position. I'm talking about Jerry Jones. Dak Prescott is not just a football player. He is the leader of that team. So when you go out and make comments like that, Dak Prescott has to say something. And we just talked about this, about putting players in the spotlight. I commend Dak Prescott for going out there and saying something. There are some teams that don't have that man on their their organization. They're not going to say anything. They're like, okay, well, he said that. We'll just let time pass. But he went out there and he made his opinions. And some of his comments were taken the wrong way by some people. And I really, I... I was saddened by some of the comments that were thrown back at Dak Prescott. 
I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much agreeing with you as far as far as right. most of this, but except I, for what Jerry Jones had to say. Jerry Jones, the NFL later on said, you know, Jerry, this this be quiet. Don't say anything else about the national anthem, which he has done so far. But he does not have the right to tell all of them you have to go out there and stand for the national anthem. That's that's not the rule. The rule is you can stay in the locker room if you want to. If there are some players that feel some kind of way and they still want to stay in the locker room, that's fine. And I, like I said, I commend Dak Prescott for going out there and speaking because he has to. He's a leader of that team. Dak Prescott is thinking more so about that football team. How are we going to progress? This whole issue that Jerry Jones has just put out there, this could derail the whole Cowboys season. This distraction. No. I mean, it could. So, again, well, real quick, real quick. You don't have to go out for the national anthem. But if you want to be a part of the Dallas Cowboys, this is what you have to do. So if that's the rule that Jerry Jones makes, that's the rule. So you don't have to do but it. Jerry Jones you just is, won't be a part of the Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones is not the 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 um, owner of the NFL. Right. He's the, the owner NFL, of, the Dallas of the Dallas Cowboys. So you can still play but, in the NFL. Okay, look, look, you just won't play for the Cowboys. But look, this, this is how it goes, though. This is how it goes, though. The NFL just told him, stop talking about the national anthem. The NFL told him that. So there's somebody above him. Right. Right? There are rules in place that the NFL has established. The NFL, there's, you know, you can't lower your head um, for the tackle anymore. Jerry Jones can't come and say, no, no, no. My Dallas Cowboys can do that. No, you're breaking a rule then. That's what I'm saying, But he's not breaking a rule right now. Okay, so this this is the thing. So you're right. If someone wants to stay in the locker room, they won't be a Dallas Cowboy anymore. But but this is the point though. If it was such a big issue, let's say it did affect Dak Prescott a certain way, and he did come out, I would still feel the same way. He came and say, you know what? I don't agree with what Jerry Jones is saying. I'm still going to stay in the locker room. Jerry Jones, like we talked about earlier, he didn't talk to his players first and say, "This is what I want out of you. I want you guys to either just go out there and stand for national." He just came on and said, he "Did that That's, last year though?" But he's this year, the rules changed. So you did have an option to stay in the locker room. After the rule changed, he made it clear again, no, I want you guys to stand. He didn't talk to anybody first and say, Man, I've this seen, is what I want. I've seen people in a coach's doghouse for a lot less than that. I've seen people be put in a coach's doghouse for a lot less than that. And it, as the owner of his football team, he can make he who has the gold makes the rules, right? If that's what he wants on his football team, that's what he does. Because he can cut them anyway. He can I, just cut them. I mean, I, I just disagree with both of you from – I agree with you guys with Jerry Jones. I mean, I don't, I don't care about Jerry Jones. I'm just be very honest with you. Jerry Jones has made multiple comments throughout his entire time as a Cowboys owner, has rubbed me as a black man the wrong way. He almost, the, there's certain comments he makes. It's almost like, I'm the owner, you're the player, which is true, which is true. But it comes off as like, I'm the slave owner, you're the slaves. And I know, I, I don't want to call, you don't want to blanket somebody racist. I don't think that's fair. And I'm going to be very clear. I'm not calling him that. But you have to know the context we're making this argument. Washington's well, talking about this, which is why I was so disappointed in Dak Prescott's comments. Yes, he's making an opinion. I get that. But when you make an opinion on the subject, considering what Kaepernick was talking about, saying, well, I never even considered doing that, for me, it rubs me the wrong way. And I see why people backlash him. If I, I don't really make comments online, but if I were comments, I'd be like, look at this boy Dak making us look stupid. Because that's what he's doing. Because you can't be lukewarm with these type of things. He was really lukewarm in this concept, what he was saying. I'm fine if he came out and said, stand up. But he wasn't really saying that. He was just saying, well, I would never do that. It's not my thing. I don't understand that. You, Cam Newton was kind of lukewarm to saying, like, uh, don't don't talk to me about it. Mm-hmm. 
do that. Even though I hate lukewarm, do that. But when you make the comments that Dak made, but, it's like, bro, <laughs> you can't do that. But this is, this is the thing, though. Like I said, I try to put myself in Dak Prescott's shoes. And you you use a perfect term. It rubs people the wrong way. You may not necessarily understand what he's trying to say, but it may rub you the wrong way. But because it rubs you the wrong way, I'm talking about the comments. If you heard some of the comments about Dak Prescott, I'm like, this is overboard. But this is the problem. He comes out. What yesterday or today says he's mis his comments were misunderstood because they were. But but the problem is no they weren't misunderstood. Sure they were. You said them in the way you said them, and it's not. Well, it's so not, what, but let me say this. Think, so, what wait, do you think would have been better? So give me give me a second though. It's not. A, it's just a happenstance that everybody's. Well, I shouldn't say everybody. A large population of people, particularly African Americans, are upset at him because the way he said it was foolish. You have to. My thing is this: as as much as Trey, Trey always says this, and we agree, the Cowboys are America's team, right? They are. They're America's team for the same point as they're always on TV. You are a black quarterback for America's team. You, of all people, you have extra burden on you. Whether you want it or not, you got it, homie. And you have to use your words better. He can say he wants to stand for the national anthem. It gives him a special feel. That's great. But the way he went about saying it, to me, if I'm going to do it as a Cowboys player, you know, I'm giving my opinion now, I'm going to say I understand the issues and why certain people are taking a knee during the anthem. And I support people who do whatever the case may be. Or more importantly, I support people who are trying to be educated about police issues in this country. However, for me, I stand because blank, blank, blank. You just can't say I stand because of blank, blank, blank. Because it just dismisses the whole Colin Kaepernick. Uh, 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 but he did say that. He did say that. But there's the problem, though. When you go back and look at his comments, it's it's like dismissive. And he says, well, people misunderstood it. I'm going to be very clear. When I read his comments, there was nothing to misunderstand. When I read it, I was like, I'm disappointed. I heard, I saw the video of it. And at the end of the video, he says, I'm all for it. And there's other ways to go about educating people about that's, doing that's, this. That's the thing, though. He never addressed it, though. It's almost like you're speaking. Yeah, but, but okay, this, 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 this is why, this my, is why my, he didn't address it, though. He is... I think his comments were made to say, hey, I'm trying to lead this football team somewhere. This is this is why I blame Jerry Jones. Jerry Jones should have never said anything because this is just a big distraction for the Dallas Cowboys. But that because, doesn't matter. Because, because, like, because, 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 because what he said is. But my problem with what you're taking, saying is you're giving Dak a cop out and I'm not so, giving him that. You guys are giving that. That's fine. I'm not giving a cop out for so Jerry Jones is, comments. So this because is, either way, he has to make a comment on this. My, regardless. Because he's, going he's to, a leader of football. He, team. That's my all, point. And he can say, I play football. My thing is, if you want to come on and say, I play football and that's what I'll do, say that. But, but to he, make there it, would still be backlash. I don't care. I don't. That's fine. But because that, Cam but, Newton got backlash, how, but how Cam Newton about that? But wait, Cam Newton. How could you not care about that? Listen, my thing. Cam Newton got backlash. Let's be very clear. He no, got no, backlash. No, 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 look, look. All, he did. Everybody, Cam, everybody will get backlash on this issue. Yes, yeah, I'm saying that's fine. Cam Newton got backlash, but his backlash was what? Why aren't you saying more? Dak Prescott's back, back, backlash is you played yourself. Congratulations, you just played yourself yeah. because that's what he did. But he it that's why it wouldn't have been so an why, issue. So, so why, Jerry Jones. So why is it, if he didn't play himself? Why be coming out and saying, "Oh, I was misunderstood"? Because he's half black. The black community automatically because he doesn't agree with the majority of the black community. All of a sudden, he's an Uncle Tom. He's well, nobody just said a, that. No, 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 no that's yeah, exactly yeah, what they call people, him Uncle Tom. I, don't care, man, that, I shouldn't say I don't care. That's what people are calling him. I get that. What I'm saying is, as a black man, when I saw his comments, I was very disappointed because he. I don't care if he's half black, a quarter black. I don't care if he's black. I don't care if he's white. 
when I read his comments, I was like, man, this dude missed the boat. And as he a black man, I had no problem with it. That's fine. Okay, so if he, was white, if he was white, would you feel differently? I would still have a problem with it because he missed the boat. It's, he missed the boat according to who? To you. No, but my, this, not so, just me. Not just, to, not, not just me, though. According to me, not I, just, I, All I I'm saying is, when, when Cam Newton made his comments, there was backlash from the black community saying, why aren't you speaking? When Dak Prescott made his comments, there was comments from the black community saying, why are you talking? Because that's all I felt. I was like, why are you speaking? Because but you that, missed okay, the but, boat. But, but this, this is what we talked about. We talked about this in a previous podcast. It's about being an athlete and having a spotlight on you. Not everybody's built for it. Now, that's this, fine. Okay, no, 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 no. Just no, no, no. don't talk then. Well, somebody he has to talk. Okay, that's my he thing. He is the leader okay, of this football and he, team. And he made he a was comment. put in a position and, to talk for his football bro, team. And my thing is, he and he made a comment. And even, and when even, he made his, even if he missed the boat to you, that's fine. Not everybody. Ain't just me though. Yeah, okay, I'm not the saying he's missing. There are people. There are people. There are people who are happy about dude, what he said. Too. Right, right. There are people I, that it's on both ends of the spectrum. I, 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 it I might would, be I would, more. I would tell you this: there are not a, a lot of African Americans who are happy. Yeah, with that's him fine. Right there now. are They're some. Not. There are some. Though. And I'm not saying. And I want to be very, very clear. I'm not saying an African American who agrees with them is an Uncle Tom or anything like that. I don't make that rhetoric because I think that's crazy. All I'm saying is he could have articulated what he was saying better because of his position. But I am. I am agreeing with you on that point. But. He was put in that awkward position, no matter what you say, because of Jerry Jones. See, that's, I'm, I'm, I, that's why I disagree. If Jerry with you. Jones didn't make his comments, he wouldn't talk about he it. He still has to talk about no, it. No, 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 he does not. No, he does not. It's Jerry Jones. It's going to come up eventually. You can't run away from it. You can't run away from it. But Jerry Jones made it worse. Because what I've heard is Jerry Jones is a slave master and you're the slave. If he would have talked about it on his own accord, then that wouldn't be the subject right now. Jerry Jones brought it out, so now he has to talk about it. That's it. I don't, period. I, but see, I, I I don't agree with that. It's not like we have. It's not like Jerry Jones is having the inmates run the prison, right? That's another comment, not, right? Jerry and Jones after, 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 that. after that comment that he made, now, people what, had to say something. Now, what what players came out and said something against that? Oh, what's the a, Dwayne, Dwayne Brown? Dwayne Brown, got Dwayne, out. Right. Dwayne, Dwayne, Dwayne Brown, Brown did. something about right. that. But, but, but it was already. But that was that was <laughs> yeah. already that was, yeah, was already uh, that was worked. in the making. Yeah. right. That was I already coming. Yeah. So these players eventually would have to say something about this because this is not going to go away. Kaepernick's not going to get put on anybody's roster, and some rogue reporter is going to try and make a name for themselves. Going to ask these guys these questions, mm -hmm. especially African American quarterbacks, to so try and see what they say. So I, I don't think that. that he could escape this. I do agree well, with based you. Based on his saying, comments, I can't see how he would say anything. Right, and and I, That's I what think I'm saying. He, I think he said enough. I don't think he needed to go back and do anything else other than what he said. He said, well, "I understand," and there's other ways to go about doing it. I just wouldn't use this platform to do it, which is what I've said from the very, very beginning. And that's where it's so disappointing. He could have said, I wouldn't use this platform to do it, but talk about what we're doing. When I say we, I really do mean this as a black man. Talk about it. Or otherwise, don't say something like, I wouldn't use this platform to do it. But this is the most important reason why I'm so disappointed. You have to understand the rhetoric. There is Donald Trump supporters. People like Donald Trump are saying, the guy, these guys are killing football. That's out there. That rhetoric is out there because of you taking a knee, talking about real social issues because people are dying. And for you to come out as a black quarterback of America's team and not even acknowledge that in your comments. I'm not even saying he hasn't talked about that in the past. I don't know. I'm going to be very clear about that. But those comments at this time period, you have to be smarter. You have to be. Or otherwise, don't say nothing. I, I agree with you, but that wasn't an option. I feel like the guy to the point where he, he had to say something. I agree with you. He so, has to say so, something. So it doesn't matter who comments, it is. It doesn't matter who it is. But his comments weren't just, oh, I support. They went above me on that. Well, I, I wouldn't use this platform to do that. that what, makes was, it, what was the question he was asked, though? 
What was the question he was asked? That's what we that's what we need to find. The question he was asking. Personally, I don't care what the question was. Once he went to that next step saying, I wouldn't use this platform to do that, he lost me. And he lost a lot of people. A lot of people have said that before he said that. Exactly. Larry Fitzgerald said the same thing. But this is the the difference though. You have to know who you are. Oh, come on. But you do. You have to. Cam Newton knows who he is. He knows what it means to the black community, and he says nothing. Okay, this, and say okay, nothing. You know, you know, you know what you're saying. You're saying that if you are smart, you have the option to voice your opinion. But if you're not as smart as that person, then just don't say anything. Just shut up and play. That's that's, that's basically what you're saying. And, and I'm fine with that. And I, I've but been saying that. But, but I've a, been saying this whole time that's because the, there are certain people who I like. Let's be real. Let's be real. When we're talking about this. There are certain people you want talking for you, and there are certain people you don't want talking for you. So you These basically agree with Donald Trump then. Because you're kind of saying no. That's not what I'm saying. No, that's not Donald it at Trump all. Said the same thing no, about what LeBron James. No, that's completely different. What I'm saying is, if you're not educated, it's like us coming on the podcast. If you ask me about ice skating right now, I'm not going to say something stupid. I'm not saying anything. It's not the same I point. Don't know it's not the same it, point. But though. it is. It's not the if same you, point. If you can't say something smart about it as who he is, bro, don't say nothing. Well, but say smart nothing. to who? Smart to you? Well, and again, let's well, be so clear. What did I say from the jump? But what what I say from the jump? This is my opinion. Right, but, but all I'm saying is my opinion on this. I'm not the only person who feels this way. Right, that's all I'm so, saying. So again, back but I'm to- not. I want to be clear. I am not calling this brother an awful time. That's not what I'm saying. I said I'm disappointed about his comments. That's it. Right. So, so kind of like what you said a little bit earlier, leading into this whole topic was in today's society, if you don't agree with me, you're stupid. Or you were dumb, or you should have thought. No, about I never it. call him stupid. No, you, I'm just, not you. I'm just talking about the rest of the people who and I feel agree like with you. It. I agree. With I'm that. like that just doesn't make any sense to me. We don't all agree on everything. I, I agree. With I mean, that. there's a lot of Republicans that don't agree with what other Republicans do. There's a, lot of I, I, there's a lot of African Americans who don't agree. And this, with, this is where I would agree with you. I think as African Americans, we do this where we say every African American has to agree on this point. Right. And that's not right. how I feel. But I can still be disappointed Absolutely. when that's all. That's all I'm saying. I'm just right. disappointed his comments i wish he was a little more thorough because i've seen him speak he's educated he's eloquent he's a leader of america's team as much as i've said on this podcast i won't say it again because it's disgusting but it's the truth and he has to be a little more eloquent with his words that's all i'm saying i can i can agree with what you're saying but i can't agree with you saying that he just shouldn't have said anything at all i didn't say he, he should have said anything what i'm saying is you've been saying that jerry jones put him in this tough position i'm saying it was coming anyway jerry jones has brought it well this, this is my thing based on his comments I don't see how he could have said anything without Jerry Jones coming to the forefront and saying what he said. But can you imagine as Dak Prescott, and I'm, I'm and I'm not saying he needed to have this opinion. Let me be very clear. But imagine if he came out and said, I'm going to take a knee. What's Jerry going to do? Just what is, like Trey said, he's going to cut him. Jerry's not cutting no, Dak that's, Prescott. Well, I agree. Jerry I agree, Jones, I agree. I think he, he has to. Cutting, I think he would have to I, now. I think he, I think he, 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 he put himself in a position to have to, but that's and he looked like an that's, idiot. That's the whole point, though. <laughs> See, that's what I'm saying. Jerry Jones has put these players in an awkward position. You don't really know what Dak Prescott is thinking, honestly and truly. He I, I, might, he, he I'm ain't, just, I'm he just ain't saying. He ain't cutting Dak Prescott. Or, but he, he would not do that. He but, would have to. You know what he'd have to do? Eat some humble pie and shut up. Shut up and own. Shut up and own and sit down. <laughs> based on what you're saying, how can you not say that Jerry Jones is the cause of all this? Right I didn't now? say he, no, no, no. I'm saying he just brought it to the forefront quicker for Dak. Can't. Can, can, let me read something really quick. It says, and his quote was, for me, I'm all about making a change and making a difference. And I think this whole kneeling and all of that was just about raising awareness and the fact that we're still talking about social injustices years later. Um, I think we've gotten the point. I think we've, what, I think we've proved 
We know the social injustice. I'm up for taking the next step, whatever that next step may be, for action and not just kneeling. I've always believed in standing up for what I believe in, and that's what I'm going to continue to do. What I mean, see, this is the problem, though, and this, I, this, I, this, this I, is my problem with that comment. I've been saying that since the, the whole. But this thing is my problem started. with that comment. It's to me, it's people trying to make a cop out. It's even I'm gonna take it back. So during the civil rights movement, right? You can go back and read it. People are saying we get it. They're being hosed down. We get it. We see what's the issue. Let's connect. But no, you don't get it clearly. It, to me, it's, it's just like they're saying. People are saying, um, what's that thing called? Um, affirmative action. It's been around for too long. We get it. That means to me, when you say some of that, you don't get it. It's not in your face because they still don't understand. People are still coming out making comments. Oh, I'm not watching football because of that. Oh, it's not an issue. It's still an issue. Right. Cats are still dying. But is you kneeling, still need to be informed. But is kneeling doing anything? What is it doing now? Now. So initially, per, I got it. No, it I, brought awareness. I, I still think it's doing something. I'm not going to say that. But has thing. it gotten better? Have we done anything to, to, I, to I, educate I, the, the and you know This is where you're right. Things, things, the, things are not things are not. I shouldn't. I don't want to say things are not better, but the truth is they're not. But this is the difference, though. When people say things are not better, you're almost. And I'm not saying you. People are almost saying, and like his comments are saying, things are not better. Stop what you're doing is not working. And what I'm saying is clear. The NFL is the number one sport in this country. The NFL is in turmoil right now. Think about it. The number one sport in this country is in turmoil. This, is that not a flag that tells you, oh, snap, this is affecting people? Because the NFL's base, one of their biggest portions of the audience are not African-Americans. A b- big portion is non-African-Americans and a portion is uh, uh, um, African-Americans. It's kind of not like basketball. I was doing my homework on the demographics. The demographics of basketball are a little more tilted towards African-American as far as the viewership. And football is not. So that should tell you, if the sport's in turmoil, the numbers are not as bad as Donald Trump may represent they are. But if the sport is in turmoil, cats are turning off the TV because I'm saying we have a social justice problem because African-Americans are getting killed. Does that not bring a flag in your brain? Something is wrong. Something is wrong. But the definition of insanity is doing the exact same thing and expecting different results. You could continue to kneel, but what the hell are you doing in your community? That, that's why I agree and that's with you. what I, that's I, what pisses me off. I agree, I agree so you with can you yell that. at Dak Prescott and get all mad at all these other asking for doing, but nobody's doing. I, w- I wouldn't say nobody's doing. Well, anything. not enough people. Nah, I agree with that. But this, this is different. Though. This is the difference, though. We're not going to change something like this in one. It's been what one and a half years right. since this has happened. Those guys so, kneeling aren't going to change it either unless they get the, off their ass and do something. And, and Kaepernick has. Kaepernick has. Reed has. Uh, Bennett has. These are the big people. These are the biggest people who are taking these. These cats have gone out to communities and put their money where their mouth is. And for Kaepernick and Reed, their careers where their mouth is. Whether they thought they knew that was going to happen or not, that's a different conversation. My point is this. People were saying, what's the change? Bro, it's only been like a year and a half, maybe two years. What's the change? The NFL's in turmoil now because they've lost their identity. So the NFL being in turmoil will stop the social injustices no no in it doesn't stop the social injustices so i don't get but it. what it does is it if cats are not watching anymore because they're social injustices that tells me there's a problem so the next step is okay so people are saying okay so what's the next step to the problem well we need to keep highlighting this problem because people are upset so do you really, do you really, gonna, has, do you really think the nfl is the stage right now at no. this point oh, can we, can we, can we talk? no it's not <laughs> Do you think the NFL is really the platform right now to highlight that problem? Because they're, 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 they're not doing it in the NBA. But to exactly. me, they're, not, they're not doing it in the but MLB. Why are they not doing it in the because NBA? Because it's not. You can't. You, you have to stand for the national no, anthem. More importantly, though, you know why it's not happening in the NBA? 
Because they can't stand for national. No, because anthem. the viewership is African American. But but they still can't. Wait, 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 they wait. can't but the they viewership can't. is African American outside of this country. You know why the NFL's in turmoil? Because a big part of the viewership is not. But that's that's that's, that's <laughs> that obvious. should tell you what the that, issue but, is. But, but that's a, I understand that, tell, that point. To me, that rings the bell. I understand that, that just, point. To me, that rings the bell automatically. It rings the bell. There's a problem. Now, you, what you guys are but saying, this, I, okay, and okay, let me okay, be clear. I agree with you. Hold on, hold on, the NFL. Okay, this is because there's a sport that is viewed more by African Americans than another one. The NFL is a is a business, right? If you're doing something to lower viewership, you're like, okay, well, this, this this has got to stop because no other platform is doing that. So they're going to come up with rules that say you have to stand for national anthem. Yeah. So it's not fair for them to do it in this platform and not do it in others. Yeah. There have been protests before in the, in the NBA. Absolutely. Oh, right. right. Well, and then, that's got kicked out of the league for right, protests. Right. Yeah. They, were, they were kicked out. <laughs> same thing happened to Kaepernick pretty much. Yeah. He's not playing football anymore because yeah. of that same thing. The, what's so, his name? Mahmoud Abdul He would. Chris Jackson. Yeah, yeah. Because of religious beliefs. Okay, it was, it was another thing, but that was important to him. Yeah. Now it comes. I can Dak Prescott. His comments that he made. Yes, he could have said a little bit more. I totally agree with you on that point. I really do. But Dak Prescott's is the leader of that football team. There are a lot of other leaders of other football teams that might not have said anything if they were put in that situation. So that's why I commend him for going out there and at least attempting to say something. I like to put myself in athlete shoes sometimes to say. What would ONU do? I would have probably effed that whole thing up. You think he's Uncle Tom? He would be probably. I'd never say he's Uncle Tom. I don't think he's an Uncle <laughs> no, Tom. No, I'm just saying. I'm not saying you. Yeah. But there have been people to call him terrible things. But, but people, people, people do that. Let's be no, clear. No, no, not no, just no. black obviously, people. People obviously. from different races that, call each that, other but, crazy things. No, no. And this happened for you know eons. Yeah. And there are some things that I'm affected by, and there's some things I'm not. Yeah. I'm. I was pretty disappointed with this whole thing because we're doing the same thing to him. That people are doing to us. We're not. You don't know this man personally. You don't know what position that he's in. Like I said, I like to put myself in other people's shoes. If I was in that same circumstance and I'm the leader of a football team, I'm not going to sit back and not say nothing. I feel like I'm obligated to say something. And, that's, that's, and I might have mucked it all up. You would be talking to me right now. Like, you know, oh, and he, he, he didn't say enough. That guy, he's a. And then you have other people on the other side of the spectrum saying, oh, he's Uncle Tom. This is a, I'm not a cowboy fan anymore. People are burning their cowboy shirts because of what this man said. I mean, that's to me, that's a little extreme to do that. But like you said, putting yourself in his shoes. But I get me it, though. Putting, but, 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 that's but, a, but that's the thing, though. I get it. But what I I just, is, it's just that from th- there's a lot of things going through my head if I'm putting myself in his shoes. Yeah. I'm thinking at a certain point in time, yes, I can understand some of the things that he said. I just want to play football. If I'm a football player, there comes a point in time where you're looking at NBA players, MLB players. They're playing their sport without all these other distractions. Because regardless of what you're saying, it is a distraction. Because if you do that on a particular team, let's say it's just affecting the Houston Texans. That's why people don't draft players like Johnny Menzel, Tim Tebow, but or this, Colin Kaepernick. Because hold on, hold on, Because they don't want it to distract their team. Because regardless of what you want, it is an issue. There's no doubt it's an issue. But at the same point, it is a distraction. That's I agree with you. But sports, people, sports has always been political, man. I don't know why we're acting like it hasn't been. Yeah. It has always been that way. Even back when baseball was integrating African-American players. You don't think there are white players being asked about that? How do you feel about Jackie on your team? How do you, It's always been this way. I don't know why we're trying to act like it's imperfect. The system is imperfect. Having these 20-something-year-olds, a lot of them who just grown up their entire lives to be just athletes. But it's my thing is I can't give you a pass for that. I can't just say, oh, he's an athlete. 
Because that's what people who are less educated do. So why so why are Dak Prescott and Cam Newton and all those guys held to a higher standard than LeBron James or What do you mean to a higher standard than LeBron? I mean, why why are they why no one's yelling at LeBron for not kneeling or protesting? No one's talking about Kobe Bryant for not doing. It. No one's yelling at you know Kyrie Irving or Steph Stephen Curry or Draymond Green. No Just one's because they're in the NFL. Right. That's where the issue is. So, so and, and and but I've said this before. If you go back in our history, a lot of those different sports at different times have been heated for whatever reason. Baseball was in this um, position years back. We can agree with that. It's just, it's just, it's NFL, it is where it is right now. And the NFL has an imperfect system. We agree with that. They need to come, they bungled this. They fumbled this so hard. Oh, yes, absolutely. They have fumbled this absolutely. so hard on African Americans' perspective, non African Americans' perspective, football fans' perspective, non football fan perspective. But to answer your question, why are we not, um, I guess, criticizing LeBron or, or Steph Jackie Curry Bradley or something Jr. like that? Or, some, or George Best, Springer or somebody like that. All those different. I, there's a difference, and this is a difference, especially with people like LeBron and Stephen. They come out and talk all the time. For someone like Dak, this is his first major public time he's come out and spoke about this, at least when it's gotten publicized. Now, there may be other times that you can say, you know, this brother's talked about this in the past, but he's definitely came out and talked about it now. And his perspective, at least in my opinion, he was just, I thought, I just, I was disappointed in his comments. Right, but his but his comments was his opinion and how he felt about I, the and, situation. And, and, and like I said this whole time, I just, I disagree with him. But it doesn't, I'm not calling him and like an uncle. I'm just saying, you know, Dak, I'm just, if I were talking to him, he was here right now, I'd be like, Dak, I was disappointed. Because if it, as an African American, I really wish you would have brought up these issues. Because football is a sport where it's highlighted right now. So I don't really care. This is, this is just the truth. I don't care if Jackie Bradley Jr. is not talking about it. I don't really care if. Um, James Harden, we're talking about him, he's not talking about it. Because Jimmy ain't talking about it. Why are you doing my boy Jimmy like that? <laughs> I called him Jimmy. <laughs> Eventually, it's going to happen. Eventually, going to happen. But the point is this. Football's where it's highlighted at. It's just the truth. That's where the spotlight is on right now. So it's up to these guys, whether they like it or not, you're going to be asked about it. So my thing is, I've said this before, if you're not helping our cause, when I say the cause of people who are being killed, you need to be quiet or you need to be eloquent about it. You have no choice. So it, it can't be in between. You can't. You, he, get, he, gets, way, he gets no kudos for going out there and speaking his mind. No, no. What I'm saying is, let's be clear. Don't, don't, don't blame me. Don't blame me. No, no, no. Because what you, I'm you saying there's is, no in between. But there's no in between from the point where if you're not eloquent, I'm going to say you're dis- I'm disappointing you. That's the that's what I'm saying. Look, there there might, might, there, you want to call. My thing be, is, people are going to call any one of us in this room, maybe. They could call all of us Uncle Tom. So the way we're talking about this right now. Right? They could. And I'm, my thing is, that's why you want to call me Uncle Tom. You could do that. That's your prerogative. Look, all I'm saying is I, I was disappointed in his opinion, and he could have been better at saying it. That is it. Okay, that's that's fine. That's fine. But And you can't be disappointed in him. I'm just talking about him as a leader of that football team. There might be someone else on that team that is more eloquent than he is, but he has to talk for the Dallas Cowboys. He can come out there and look like a complete idiot. He is the man that has to go out there and talk for the Dallas Cowboys. If the issue happened with the Houston Rockets and Chris Paul is not on that team, it has to be James Harden. I'm going to be holding my breath when I hear him out there talk. <laughs> but, I'm like, but I'm like, you have to talk. If James Harden goes out there, he can prep for it for 100 years. Unless someone writes it for him, writes down word for word what he's going to say, he might sound like a dumbass. But this is and the, that's fine but with this, me. But this is where what you're saying, I'm like, I agree with and you. I'm, but and that, I'm, kind of, but I'm kind of disappointed in him too. But, but don't, don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. Difference though, but that's but life. I, but I'm just saying... Oh, absolutely. But it's the thing, though. And that's yeah. why I'm not giving him a pass because both of you have kids, right? Yeah. Eventually, your kids ask you a question. It's like, you're like, 
That's a tough question. (laughs) But you have no choice. As their father, you have to answer the question. Have you ever seen the commercials about the parents about being a father? And they're like, I I, I can't remember word for it, but like, you might make a mistake, but at least you're being a father. Yeah. Same thing with Dak Prescott. And you, I, you might f up, but and you but make a mistake. And all I'm, and all I'm saying, and all I'm saying is, you made a mistake. I'm not saying you're a horrible father or you're a horrible person, Dak Prescott. Right. All no, I'm no, saying no, no. is, no one's right. questioning who he is. But, but, but he's well, also, I'm, I'm, I'm disagreeing with you about him not saying anything at all. Right, but if he, he has to say, yeah, something. but if he says something else, if he says something else and he pisses off the other half, I mean, it's one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't type things. He's gonna, somebody's not gonna like what he had to say. I, I 100. Unfortunately, agree with it's you. just you this time, not just you, but people, you and people who feel the same that you feel i just like the fact that one he said something because as the leader of our football team we really haven't had that in a long time just being quite honest with you i mean and losing des Bryant and jason witten people are really looking like who is the leader of that football team mm-hmm. i think for him to come out and say something whether people agree with him or not um and not in, in his platform like i said he clearly said this is how i feel this is what this does to me so maybe he i don't know what the question was and i can't find it i don't know exactly what they asked him so i'd love to see what they asked because maybe he just answered the question maybe he right. just said maybe he just said this is the this is the answer to that question and moved on if they asked him to elaborate on it or what he felt or what he would do then and i think he hinted towards that and you know in the statement that i read i just think that the guy's getting way too much clack i mean Crap saying he's in a sunken place and that whole get out stuff like that. Just, I, I agree with you. That on just, that. I don't, I mean, and again, we don't all have to agree. I mean, we don't all have to agree on every single Can thing. I and say that's something? what people, I, that's, I think that's what's missing. I'm going to say this again a lot of flack from African Americans, but there are some of us out there who are too woke. Because that word is used, you're too woke. To the point where <laughs> yeah. you don't know what you're talking about anymore. This brother is not in the sunken place. Yeah. He had in his opinion, you can disagree about it, but to say stuff like he's an Uncle Tom to me, Calling one African American, call another one African American Uncle Tom is one of the biggest, highest levels of disrespect you can have. I hate hearing that. And I just, I don't, I think it's really kids. When I say kids, I mean young people who don't understand the, the, the context of that word. You don't call another person that. That no. is not something you call another individual. No, absolutely. And another thing about um, Dak Prescott, can you imagine if you just left this podcast today and there's media out there waiting for you? And they're just throwing questions at you. You know, I'll be ready for that. I, I might, I, I might not be ready for that. that. So I, that's why I really can't. He might just finish playing football or whatever the scenario was. He's out there. Me is out there. They're just throwing questions at him. It's like, oh wow, I have to answer questions about this right now. Yeah, but, but so you know, that's that's like I'm not that, giving you no, no, ask no, 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 no. I'm just saying. Like all I'm saying is he may never be prepared to answer that question. You don't think that's, that he's ever thought I'm about give him a being that, a no. black quarterback and taking a knee? I mean, because this did happen in his rookie year, right? This happened in his rookie year. Yeah. This all started. He had to have asked, been asked that question before, and he's also probably thought about it. Did I want to do that, or would I ever do that? And the question, I mean, based on what he's saying, and I, from the very beginning, nothing against Colin Kaepernick. Again, I mean, I admire that he had the the balls to do it, but again, he, he had to. The the consequences of his actions are are what. The reason we're still talking about this. Yeah. If Colin Kaepernick had a job in the NFL today, I don't think people would be that irate with, with, with over uh, Dak Prescott said. If Colin Kaepernick was on a roster, no one would be as upset. I and the, and the social injustices would still be going on as they are today. I don't know about that. I really don't know about that. But I think the fact, and we've agreed to this before, we've talked about this before, the fact that this brother is not on the team, also Reed is not on the team, the safety, this is ludicrous. Come but on, you do. But look, 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 it's ludicrous. It's, it's not okay. I agree with you that it's ludicrous. But like I said, I like to put it myself in people's shoes. I. It's more about the distraction. See, that's why I, I think that's man, what it I is. Can't, I can't tell you how much that pisses me off because that's a problem. 
to say if you're standing, <laughs> if you stand up for social issue and somebody says you're a distraction to me and my fans, that means you and your fans have a problem. Exactly, but that's that's, that's, that's the state in your country right now. That, that's that's, that's what it is. All I'm saying is that's I, all I'm trying to say is that's a problem. No, it, it, is, it is. It is. That's I'm, a problem. I'm just saying. In my opinion, okay, 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 that okay. is a sad it, problem. No, it is. It's definitely and as, a problem. And as an, but, I shouldn't even say as an African American, as a young person, that's a problem. But that, but that's not. You can't. That's at any company. Yeah. Any. It's, it's not it just is, a company. Is, but this is different. No, it's, it's not. Just, it is a company. But it's, but it's a. It's not just a company. It's a company. Though. Well, this is. This is not. It's, this is more like. This is like Google, or 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 Apple. It's it's so big that it's everybody in the nation knows about it. It's not just a company. We can't just say, oh, the NFL is just a business. You know why, it is yeah. a business. You know, why it's, you know why it's a business, though? This is why I'll tell you why it's a business. In any business that gets this kind of issue, it comes to a point where they'll be like, okay, you don't want to follow our rules? We want you to sign this. It's going to come to a point where NFL will be like, you know what? On the contract, you can't protest. Sign this contract right here. Yeah, I and mean, that's what's going to come to, and that's why it's a business because they can yeah, do that. I, I don't want to throw anybody. Well, I don't know if they can do that. But they can say that on their because their, if Jerry Jones can cut you for kneeling, well, then they can definitely do that. Well, he's not going to. They're, 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 they're going to be, he, they're he, gonna be he, more he, articulate than that. They're not stupid because right. the lawyers out there, you boys okay. get sued. So let me ask you this: that's what Capital is trying to do right now. Let me ask you this: is whatever your favorite grocery store is, right? If whatever your favorite grocery store is, if that cashier decided to say. You know what? To 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 bash a president or protest against the injustices that are going on right now. You think if that cashier did it with every single customer that came through their line, you think your favorite grocery store is going to allow them to continue to do that? No, that's. But I, I think I think we're I'm looking just, at. I'm just I asking agree, a I know, question. I, no, but this. So, I think I think we're looking at the wrong way because we keep talking about it as a solely a small business. You root for the Cowboys, right? Right. Hard through and through your cowboy. Fan. I don't agree with everything they do. But no, yes. no, no. I'm, I'm saying this. I'm not saying I'm not associating you with every crazy right. thing. I'm saying, but you're a cowboy fan. Correct. I'm a Texan fan. Right. Through and through. Like it's it is in my blood. Right. When they win, I'm good. When they lose, I am pissed. Sports is more than a business. It is a business. I agree with you, but it's more than that because sports means a lot of times when we're going through tough times, mm -hmm. that's what gets us out of it. Right. For a lot of people, particularly for Houstonians during Harvey when the Astros won. People are out there just really like, man, these cats did it for not just for us, but for the city, for the downtrodden. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't lift and up everybody. Don't even like baseball. But let's talk baseball. I tried to tell you they were going to win. I but. love baseball. Oh, don't play me. <laughs> uh, but my point is, it's more than just a business, which is why we're in the, if it was just a business, we wouldn't be in this issue right now. Okay. You said it's sports. It is sports. And people watch sports to get away from issues they have at home or whatever that it is. Sports builds these players up. LeBron James won't be LeBron James without NBA. Tom Brady won't be who he is without the NFL. So if the NFL and vice versa, let's be very clear about that. They help each other out, yeah. but it's, it's Tom a, Brady has to. But Tom Brady has to get to the NFL. The NFL was established before Tom Brady was established. I agree. With that. They've established that business before they got there, and they want to keep the business going. No matter who you are, if you have a business going and someone is jeopardizing that business from continuing to grow. You might want to do something about Absolutely. it. Absolutely. Because the problems, are, regardless of what you want to say, I understand that it's, this is, it is a problem. But regardless of what you think, if there are other problems or other issues outside that sport, you're going to try to limit limit that as much as well, possible. You, you, you're you preaching to the choir. I run a, you guys know I run a fl adult flag football league. I got I had people in, an, in, in a private forum that we had um, for our uh, TX Gridiron, and they started posting stuff about 
I mean, bashing, you know, just jokingly. Mm-hmm. I'm like, no, nah, player, no, 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 no. In words, delete it. I delete that stuff immediately because that's our business and that's our brand. Yeah. And 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 at some point in time, I get how we feel as people, and I get the social injustices, and I want to fix that more than just as much as the next guy. Whether you're black, white, it doesn't matter. But at some at some point in time, we also there's also a business that has to be run. So in my business, I can't have you making those comments because one, it offends me, and I can only imagine it, how it would offend my customer my sponsors or somebody else i mean i don't let any of that slide and we're i mean one million mil, i mean like we're not even close to the size of the nfl or big company i don't let that happen in even a rec- recreational type stuff so i could imagine how they feel because if you messed this up for me i mean come on you could do that all you want to but do that on your own time all right or or let me help you figure out how to educate people but don't 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 mess up my spot blow up my spot because you have an agenda i get it and i'll support you with that but not on my time not right. happening this is what i'll say on the subject i know when jackie robinson first came to play baseball mm-hmm. you know people are saying that was bad for business and it was bad for business when people say I watch sports to get away from it, I get that. To only to a degree, you can't. You just can't close your eyes to everything that's going on. And the facts is, sports has always been the way for that to come out. And this is from back in Roman times when these cats would go to the Colosseum. This is just it's this is the way sports is. This is why we love it, love it or hate it, love it. This is why we're here talking about it. For people to say, "Oh, I just want to go and watch it. I don't want to see that." I, I just I can't cope with that. You you like for me personally you miss me with that. There's well, certain you know things- why you know why you think that way because it doesn't involve it doesn't affect you that way. When people were talking about Michael Vick and the dog thing, there were a lot of black folks like you know I really don't care about that. Yeah, I just want to watch football. But there are a lot of people on the other side of the spectrum that really did care about that. They stopped watching football and Michael Vick because of what he did. Yeah. So it all depends on how it affects you. You're saying that because it affects you a certain way. Because when Michael Vick did what he did, I. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, I still watch Michael Vick. I don't care. I don't want to see anything about Michael Vick. I don't care about the protest. I, that was me personally. Yeah. I didn't care because I didn't understand the animal cruelty. That, that's why I think that you might feel right. that way. No, and, and, I and, think and, the whole- but I want to be clear, but let's be, let's be clear. I don't want to say that I don't. It doesn't matter what the, the protest may be, whether I disagree with it or not. All I'm saying is this has always been this way and it always will be this way because sports is the one thing that let's we go to stadiums. You know, you're watching a game as a complete stranger you would probably never talk to in real life. And y'all are high-fiving, buddying and up, hugging. That's just, sports is that. It brings people from a diverse background, diverse opinions, and all that together. So when that happens, it is the perfect avenue to have a conversation like this, which is why we're talking about this on a sports podcast. It just is what it is. I just don't think we can separate this too by saying, oh, it's a business and everything else should be kept out of it. I agree. If the NFL, at some point, the NFL needs to clean up its business, it needs to do that, but the NFL fumbled this issue, right. not the players. The That's NFL true. messed this That's up. That's true. That's right. true. And I, and I get that. But like most businesses, they have, you know, groups at, that will allow you to, you know, attack these types of issues. So they form different um, BRGs and uh, resource groups and relationship groups inside the business to handle that type of thing. And I think the NFL tried to do that. I just don't know that they did a really good job doing that. But just real quick about the whole Jack Robinson thing. Uh, and I get it because – I studied that quite a bit. The people who were saying that that was bad for business, they were all of one race. That wasn't the the, the African-American community, the Latino community. They weren't saying that was bad for business. The people who were watching that game and following that game said that was bad for business. And that was for another reason. So I get the analogy that you're trying to say. I just think that's totally different, you know, end of the spectrum because they what they thought was going to happen happened. And minorities infiltrated the 
the MLB. And I think that's actually been something that's been great for the sport, not just stateside, but worldwide. I just look, like I said, I I like to put myself in people's shoes. If I'm the leader of a football, have you ever tried to be a leader or something before? Yeah. That is some hard, that is hard. <laughs> as, that's hard as all hell. Yeah. Okay. Even people are, that you're trying to be leader of, they're going to look at you a certain way if you don't say something right. Yeah. If you're out there doing something, which reminds me of what LeBron James said to the 13 year old kids. I don't know if you heard about that. We'll talk about that later. But when you're in a position to be a leader, sometimes you don't want to be the leader, but because of the way the situation is, it's thrown upon you. And you're going to make, this is 100% fact, you're going to make mistakes along the way. That's just how it is. And that's how I looked at Dak Prescott when he made the opinions that he made. He was a leader. He had to get up there whether he was ready or not. And I just, I can commend him for at least getting up there and voicing his opinion. I'm with Chris on this point. I am kind of disappointed in what he said. But I, I, I that took a backseat to everything to me because he made the attempt to go up there. That wasn't the first feeling I got there. I was like, okay, you got there. You could have said a little bit better, <laughs> but at least you got up there and said what you got to say. It's This whole issue, there's a lot of things that go into this issue. A lot. And it started, like Chris said, it started from way back when till now. You know, sports, like sports and politics or whatever have, have been integrated for as long as we can remember. That, that's why I can't stand people say, let's just keep them separate. Like, bro, it's been together for, for eons. Well, it's, it's it's been together for eons, yes. But there are some people that just, they just want to watch football. It's, it's true. There are some people that just want, just want to watch sports. All right, then. Click it on after the kickoff. If you if you if you're just dying, you just can't watch somebody telling you something that's going on. Just click it on during the kickoff if you're dying that much. Even during the kickoff, you have people doing political stuff during the game. I'm, I'm I just understand. <laughs> I just want to watch my football. See that that's never been my, my that's football. never been my that's never that. been that doesn't distract me from you know the game because being quite honest with you, television stop showing them anyway. You know, so you would hear about it after the facts. So you wouldn't really want to. You wouldn't really know. Who was kneeling? Who wasn't? Anyway, I don't watch football for that. I don't them kneeling. I and that's the thing. Them kneeling doesn't bother me as much as me not seeing any other actions. I mean, because I think sometimes people confuse efforts with results. And I mean, if you've listened to us before, I, I apologize for saying that. Sometimes people confuse efforts with results. And just for me, I just the way that I feel, you could continue to do something, or you could protest, or you could. You know, whatever it is, you know, you could change your diet, but not exercise. You could exercise and not change your diet. You could do, you know, whatever you want to do. But sometimes those efforts and if you're not getting any results, then maybe we should not saying that what you're doing is wrong, but maybe we should try something a little different. So my thing is we just haven't had a long enough time to say they haven't gotten results. Because In my opinion, we have gotten results. It's just like people doing sit-ins. When they're doing sit-ins, there are times when you go sit there for eight plus hours, get spit on, and then maybe get locked up. Five, six, seven, eight times. Like, bro, we're not getting results here. Let's try to, but they were getting results. You're just getting beat down. For Kaepernick, he took the knee. He did. He did what he did. And people, I just don't think it's fair to say we haven't gotten results. I just don't think it's fair to say we haven't. I just don't think there's enough time for that. And from, in my opinion, from what we're seeing in this conversation, this very conversation is a direct result from what Kaepernick did. They're, they're almost in the same boat, though. Really? Well, to me, in my eyes, Dak Prescott and Colin Kaepernick are in the same boat. How so? Dak Prescott went out there. He did what he did. He's getting criticized for it. But at least he went out there and took a chance and did what he did. He could have gone about it differently, but he did what he did. Uh, Colin Kaepernick went and, out there. And he did what he did. He could have gone about it differently, but at least he took the opportunity. To I disagree out. with you. Though, well, because, let, me, let me just finish. Let me okay. just finish. He went out there and did something to try to make a change the way he wanted to do it. 
Not everybody agree with him. I'm not even saying this is me. I'm just saying that's how I see similarities in what they did. Not everybody agree with him in what he did. A lot of people, regardless of what you think, Chris, a lot of people thought he could have gone about it a different way. No, that's fine. But I'll, I commend him for going out there and trying to do something to change matters. Is Michael Bennett still in the NFL? Yeah. I think he is, yeah. yeah, he is. With is the Eagles. Doug Baldwin still in the NFL? I believe so, yes. Yeah, he's with the so, Seahawks. So a lot of those same players who got the message, right, and said, okay, listen, you could do – listen, we get it. We understand that this is what you're frustrated about, and you have rightfully so. We understand you want to stand up for your community, which I applaud those guys for because if they didn't, then a lot of times blacks or African-Americans wouldn't feel like they had a voice out there. So at least our voice is being heard by somebody. It's not falling upon deaf ears. But those people who went about it and did it just a little bit differently, kind of exactly to what you said, those, the, I, those but guys, the difference I, is Colin Kaepernick was the first not, one but not to just do the, it. But not just the first one. He was also a black quarterback. But that's that's obvious. But but that it's you know, it's a little different. He as a quarterback, you are the face of your franchise most of the time, right? That's why that cat's not playing. Well, well during the time, not, during the time, I mean, Colin Kaepernick was like the starting quarterback. Yeah, well. He uh, wasn't. was it Blaine Gabbert? Yeah, at that he point? wasn't a starting quarterback. Yeah, at but the it time. was more of a contract thing. It wasn't because Blaine Gabbert was out playing. I'm just saying it was more of a contract situation. Okay, but let's Blaine Blaine Gabbert. Really, come on, bro. Um, <laughs> That's all, I'm <laughs> all I'm saying is this cat's been to a Super Bowl, right? Really, a couple of plays away from winning the Super Bowl. They yeah. were down in the end. I mean, they were right there to win the Super Bowl. And the fact that he doesn't have a job in the NFL was mind-blowing because you have cats like Blaine Gabbard getting more opportunities and Blake Bortles still starting for teams. It's just He did have a fall-off after that that one season, though. I mean, he had a fall-off, but a it wasn't— A big fall-off. I mean, no, it wasn't that big. It was huge. It wasn't big enough to not play. If you're telling me Blaine Gabbard, Drew Stanton, who else is in the league? The, the Tom Savage? Brock Osweiler? I mean, come on, bro. The thing, though, is about that. This is a different subject. He's not in the league because of that. That is no questioning that in my eyes. But if he was better, trust me, he would be in the league. I don't think so. I, I think, think so. Was, I think he was gone. He was I, th- gone. I, think, I think if he was on, a, on the level of an elite quarterback, there's no way he's not in the league. I think he was People gone. will overlook that. Just, they will still think about the distraction, but it'd be like, this guy might he, win us a championship. He would be kneeling. If he was an elite quarterback, you don't he think he would be I disagree with that. I, I, don't, I, don't, think, no, I don't think that's We fair. don't know him. I don't, I don't, I don't know. He wouldn't be needed. I don't know. I can't, I can't I don't make know. that comment. Because, it, because if, he was, if he was an elite quarterback, he would make a lot more money and he have a lot more to think about. That's all I'm saying. I, and, I, I think, and I think that I'm, plays. I, I, don't, I, think, but I don't know. I'm not saying that he would or he wouldn't. All I, I, I know I is that, that if he was an elite quarterback, I mean, he, yo, would have, and I and I he would have sponsors that, in his ear. Right. And I didn't say that to be negative. I think that he would have, he would really understand if he was an elite quarterback, his voice would be his voice would have been tenfold and he would have had a lot more at risk, but he also would have known that if I mess this up, then who is going to hear me at all? I think here, he didn't know if he was going to be in San Francisco or not, to be quite honest with you. They didn't know where they were no, going. I agree. He didn't, he didn't know it was going to be in San Francisco or not. I think he was thinking, where's my next step? In the my, right, right. But if he was in the no, league, quarterback, he didn't think he was going to not be in the league. He oh, thought after he did that, that, he was going to be back somewhere, somewhere else yeah, playing. I right. I think we all agree right. But that. I'm saying, but if he was the man at, for a franchise, if he was a franchise quarterback, I think he would have, like you said, he would have had a lot more to think about potentially sponsors, my family, my career. Like, and then if I, if I blow this, if I don't do this the right way, if once I got slapped on the hand, say, okay, look, how about doing it a different way? If I mess this up, then not only do I mess up my career, but then who's gonna help, who's gonna hear this at all? And I think I think that would I hope it would make him think about it a little the bit. The only reason why I disagree with you is because 
even prior to him taking the near two years before, if you go back and watch his interviews, he was getting close to this. It was getting closer and closer. You could see his frustration. He was getting closer to doing something. Yeah, he was. But it but was, it, it, it was it, obvious. We're, we're well, talking specifically about him kneeling. I though. think he would have did it. I, I don't know. When you go back and look at his comments of the way he was acting, you'd be like, okay, this cat's getting close to doing something. And then he must have spoken spoke to somebody or maybe had something affect his life. And then that was yeah. the set off, jump off for him. And I mean, I, I hate for him to fall on the sword for for everybody. And that's what and, he did. But and he did, and and un, unfortunately, that's happened a lot for a lot of social injustices, and just in the history, it's happened a lot. Somebody's fallen on the sword for it, and he had unfortunately it had to be him, and it cost him his job and everything else. Uh, I think you you mentioned it several times on the podcast. Forty or fifty years from now, he might be veered as you know a legend because of what he did, and if that, I mean. And I want to get it straight because people who are listening to this might think that I don't agree with what he did. I understand exactly what he did. I understand why he kneeled. I personally would have did it a different way. I mean, kind of similar to what Dak Prescott said. I'm all for it. I've reached out for those of you who haven't listened. I've reached out to the mayor. I reached out to the sheriff at Fort Bend to try and talk about these social injustices because it is happening. I just am a person of action and not just a person of just doing things and just bringing, I don't want to bring awareness to something. I want to fix it right. uh, the best way I can. And that's just me. Mm-hmm. That's how I am. I want to try and fix it. I don't want people to talk about it. Just, just talk about it. Um, and I think that some people didn't really take what he really understand what he was trying to do. And this has gotten, this has blown way out of proportion. It's cost this man his career and it's costing people like Dak Prescott, the backlash he's getting right now. And mm-hmm. we're not even talking about the issues. We're talking about, Dak Prescott being in Uncle Tom or Dak Prescott being in the sunken place and not really talking about the issues at hand. Like that just blows my mind. Yeah. There, there, there's always going to be issues no matter what time or what period they're in. I just want to take the opportunity. To, I, I still have great respect for Colin Kaepernick and Dak Prescott. Dak Prescott didn't agree with how you've handled the situation, but I have great respect as far as what you were trying to do. And I think as people, we need to, understand that and put ourselves in other people's shoes instead of just going off and saying whatever it is you want to say that's negative about them or talking bad about them because you don't know that person i have best friends i have cousins i have co-hosts that i don't agree with everything that you say but i'm not gonna go out here and say chris you're an uncle tom but, it, but we, I'm, I'm just the same for me personally yeah, it's not th- those are the extremes i don't even, i don't think we, we need to address them because when the people are that far extreme whether they're black white whatever you are i, I don't deal with you but 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 that is what in particular particularly bugged you bugged me like right. you know what there's things that bugged you yeah. and you're talking about it that's what bugged me I, you don't yeah. know that man right. you I'll, don't know who Dak Prescott is personally i'll say yeah, this though i'm be honest with y'all y'all can disagree with me or not I don't hate the Cowboys. You guys know that. I would rock Cowboy jerseys. I, I'm, I'm, I grew up liking them. I'm not buying that Prescott jersey after that. Me personally, I can care less of support him personally. The Cowboys, I like them. But am I going to go out and buy a Dak Prescott jersey at this point? Nah. It's, it's a no for me. It's a no for me, dog. <laughs> I'll buy a Smith. What's his name? I said Smith. Um, the running back, whatever. Uh, oh, buying, don't even get on that. No, I'm just saying, as far as a, you would rather, you would rather, look, some, some wait, 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 people would say, wait, I understand, you know, I know, you know where you're going, going. I know, I know right? where you're going, I know you're going, I knew you were going to go down. Allegedly. And, allegedly. But, 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 more, but, more, more, but more importantly, I'm, I'm, all I'm saying is, am I going to buy his jersey this, I shouldn't say I wouldn't, let me be, I, I should backtrack, I shouldn't say I wouldn't, all I'm saying is, I would look at it and say, mm, I don't know. Okay, so who, who, do you, about it. who do you like more, Dak Prescott, this is for Chris, Dak Prescott or Deshaun Watson? That's you a, you love Deshaun Watson, right? Why are you asking? No, could because let's okay. say Deshaun Watson, you you will still be disappointed in Deshaun Watson. You probably be even more so disappointed in him if he make comments like that. Yeah. 
Would you still say the same thing? Would you not buy his jersey? Who, Deshaun Watson? Deshaun Watson. If he said the I'm same statement. through and through. I'm going to buy it. So if he has the same outlook as Dak Prescott. If he came, if he was well, asked the same but, question, but remember, has the same outlook. No, no. I would buy Deshaun. I would still be disappointed. And like uh, Owen, you said probably more disappointed. I'm buying his jersey because what did I say from the jump? I am a football fan through and through. That's what I am. I am a sports fan through and through. I'd be more disappointed and probably more disappointed. But you would still buy his jersey. I still rock his jersey. I'm just, it's almost like, and this is kind of this is kind of like, but you know how like the Giants fans when uh, Bonds was on PDs and everybody's saying, clearly you're doing it, but they're still repping his jersey. That's really more. Or Bijou or Bagwell. Yeah. Well, Bijou, Bijou. You're such a hater, bro. You're just a hater, man. It's never been confirmed with Bagwell. Or J.J. Watt. Uh, aren't they both in the Hall of Fame, Bijou and Bagwell? Ah, they no, might no, be. No. Oh, yeah, they they both did. Bagwell didn't make it recently. They're both in the Hall of Fame. Did Bagwell make it? I think he, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, I think he did. He did. Yeah. But, yeah, um, hopefully all this stuff passes, man. Oh, man, this is this is going to go on. As long as it's going to go on for He's not getting back in the NFL by now. If he was going to get in, he would have already been in. No, I was talking about Captain Donald Trump. Trump. Oh, he's done. Yeah, he's done. Really? I'm talking about Donald Trump. I, I think as long as he's in office and as long as he continues to voice his stuff about this, it's going to continue to be the issue. People are going to still talk about it. Until until the NFL says, you guys have to stand. And then it kind of eventually, because it was kind of subsiding a little bit until Jerry Jones opened his mouth. Let's be honest. Now, until that happens, it's going to continue to be an issue. This started when Obama was in office, right? Your point? Yeah. What was Obama's take on this? I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't know if he had a point or not. I don't know if he said anything or not. I don't know. Interesting. Uh, I'll do some homework because I'd like to know. Yeah. Because, yeah, it had to be. He got the next election is 2020. Yeah. And in 16, we've only had 16 and 17 seasons since then. So mm-hmm. he had to be in office. Yeah. Right. Interesting. But he's departing office at that point. But st- even more people no, 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 say I, something. I, I don't know what he said or didn't <laughs> yeah, say. But I'm saying at that point, it's election season. Oh, but he really hasn't so, said anything, though. I mean, if, I, he has, if he's saying anything in office, I mean, you would think that he might say something out of office as well. Right. Yeah, but know. he hasn't said anything. I don't know either. Yeah. I don't know. But anyway, we do have a, one more topic to discuss. <laughs> 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 On the lighter note, if it is lighter, Blake Griffin. This is kind of um, happened. Well, the knowledge of it happened around last week. He's playing child support, right? I I don't know how much it is. I think it's... The numbers have changed <laughs> here from day to day, but I think it's somewhere on the lines of 350000 Well, they're saying the initial number that came out was $258,000 a month, which equates to about $3 million a year. year. So his baby mama is making more than some athletes are making, right? Yeah. Okay. That's probably more than a lot of his teammates are making in a year. Now, he's come out and said those numbers aren't true, but that's crazy. And don't forget that, well, I shouldn't say don't forget. People don't, may not know that his, I guess, a mother of his child, she's getting child support also from a former NFL player as well. Matt Lyon. Matt Lyon, Matt right. I mean, man, that's that's a business in itself, right? Talk about businesses. You know, <laughs> you know, it's coming from, you know, uh, growing up with a mom who didn't receive the child support payment she should have received from, you know, single fathers. 
I don't want this to be taken the wrong way because I think there's people on each side of this fence as if well. If they haven't already taken us the wrong way in this podcast, then hey. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not trying to say that the mothers aren't do some form of support for the children because it's it's hard to raise a kid on a single income or without you know both parents being available. I get that. But the way that this system is skewed towards making sure um, – I guess a certain portion of your salary goes towards that. I think there could be limits to some of those types of things. I think some of these guys, they could easily say, you know, keep yourself in your pants, you know, not make this type of stuff happen. Mm -hmm. But again, kind of similar to what you said, when you leave the hotel and there's, you know, 20 women throwing themselves at you or you at a nightclub and it's easy for an average person like us to say, oh, I would never do that. Never sleep with that many women. But when you've got nines and tens and eight and a half, like knocking on your door every day. I wish y'all could see Trey's hand. <laughs> I'll just say, like, what are you gonna? I mean, like, I, I mean, there's you would say, yeah, I would never do that. And you would like to think that your faith and everything else to keep you from doing that. But until you're in that situation, you really you don't know what you don't know. know what you'll do. What's that biggie line y'all selling? I was getting ready to say it. Yeah, all these hoes, they got me one. <laughs> it's gonna be one. They can knock on your door every day. No, yeah. no, no. Oh, wait a minute. Yeah, it's what? What? I think I might try you out. So I mean. There's going to be one one day that's going to grab your attention. And that's the way it is for these athletes. It's not like they're just out there in the back just hiding from you. No, they're coming up to you straight forward. It can be right after a game. Yeah. And and if those guys were going to be a part of this kid, if those guys, you know, were those parents that were just paying child support and not being part of those kids' lives, if they were going to award that type of money, say, you know what? And maybe this is the the finance person to me coming out. Okay, mom, you get x amount of dollars but the rest of this is going straight to this kid when they turn 21 when they finish college make sure they get through college because there's i know a lot of them mm-hmm. all right they get all that money and they spend it and it's not really going towards what it needs to and i'm not a parent i can't tell a mother or a father how to spend the money that they get to take care of their kids that's on them but what i think the many of these had no one none of us would be having a problem that said hey they're giving her fifty thousand dollars a year and the other two hundred thousand is going into a bank account to for their kid because it's two kids that that she has by him. Mm-hmm. You know they're hundred thousand dollars a piece a month for, Jeez. you know for the rest of their life or till they're eighteen years old. I think that conversation is a little bit different. But thinking about having the mom give it away or use it however she wants to and. I just don't know because, I mean, I hear about lottery winners becoming broke. Mm-hmm. Imagine. that's what, You may not want to tell them how to spend it, but I will. Yeah. I'll tell you how to spend it. And I yeah. think what we need to do is exactly what you said. Give them a portion of it and then put the rest in a trust or whatever account where they get to a certain age where they can get it. You're the finance guy. That, you know, 500, I mean, $50,000 a year? Me personally? $600,000 a year? That's a lot. I might get skewered for saying this, but I think anything over $20,000 a month is insane. I don't know what kid eats on twenty thousand dollars. What are you eating, bro? You eating what did Latrell Sprewell say? That was insane. You ain't eating gold, bro. Like you don't need that money. You just don't. There's a way we can benefit. Obviously, there. I don't want to act like that. Athletes here, as much as we joke around, the athletes here are not all just you know, you know they know they're doing. Come on now, yeah, they they sure do. They know they're doing. But the the point is, I think the responsibility is not just on the athlete financially. It's also on that mother, whoever's taking care of that child, getting that support. To take care of themselves, or like you can really set up your family for life. Absolutely, and, and I just you to me, there's no excuse not doing that. Yeah, maybe some of that money's put away like an annuity for her too, because she's gonna have to maintain a certain lifestyle, right? Because mm-hmm. you've got a famous person's kids, and you've got to live a certain way. I get that, so maybe I don't know. I don't know what the answer is, but the kid, you got enough to live off of. But this is gonna go away. For, so when those kids are gone, and you stop those payments, you could still live this type of life. There could be a way to me to be able to set that up in these special athletes' cases, because two hundred fifty-eight thousand. 
the, the reason I hate that, and I think about it as a kid and as a parent, because I had the opposite. I when I had I had to pay child support for my oldest son, and I never got taken back to court. Right, so my child support payment was low. I was on the other end, and I still feel like this. But I was on the lower end where I was paying a lot less than what I needed to. But I was doing a lot more for my son. So the his mom never really took me back to court because I was probably doing much more than that. And in the long run, it probably worked out for him too because he was getting more from me. Because if he would have just given it, I don't know what would maybe I don't know what would have happened. But in this situation here. There's got to be a way to make sure these kids are looked after because I can't imagine them getting to 18 and the mom's like, I'm broke. And I can't assume that all moms would do that because I know a lot of them. I know some personally that did a good job with the money. But if that kid gets 18, their dad gave you $258,000 out, $3 million a year for five years. And now I'm 18 and I have nothing. I can't even go to college. And the point I want to make, I'm glad you said what you said, is I think there's some out there where they went out, you met a dime, it happened, boom. But I think there. I mean, come on, we're dudes here. There's some of them who have a business here. Like this chick seems like she has a business here, just trapping these stars. And I just think we're ben- we're almost paying them to do that. And I just it bothers me. I think every Texas has a cap. Kyrie Irving. <laughs> I don't even if you don't know about Kyrie Irving. He he same situation happened to him, but he literally brought this girl to Texas because Texas has a cap. I don't know what Blake Griffin was doing, but California doesn't have a cap. I don't think the number oh, is two fifty eight. I don't think the number is two fifty eight. But it's it's clearly a high I didn't number. know Kyrie ever had a chick. Uh, 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 oh, I didn't know. Well, now you do. <laughs> yeah, allegedly Blake is saying it's about thirty two thousand um, a year. I mean, if you still think oh, that's, that's that's a lot of that's, money. That's a lot of money, man. Yeah, these, these guys aren't playing. It's not like it's a normal career. Like we thirty two thousand a year. Oh, thirty two thousand a month. Sorry, no, no, no. But thirty two thousand a month. It's still a large number. A lot, these these guys man. really their careers are what for the most part. Five to ten years. Mm-hmm. That's where they're making the most of their money, and then that's it. Yeah. So y'all already know my stance on this. If you are an athlete, <laughs> yeah, I had to, I had to, I had to do a you little, a little shimmy. Y'all can see it, but I did a little shimmy because I, whenever I say stance, I do a little shimmy. But y'all know how I feel about this. If you're a professional athlete in any sport, you know the hoes are coming. They're coming, right? They're going to be knocking at your door. So you got to keep it in your pants. I know y'all don't agree with me. If you keep it in your pants. You won't have this problem. That's all. That's how I feel about that. It's really this point back. As a grown ass man, that's just how I feel. I know the temptations out there, and I know it's a hundred times greater for Blake Griffin than it is for O'Neal. <laughs> I don't have any anybody knocking at my door. <laughs> I damn sure don't. Okay, and I have a wife at home. She ain't having that, so it's all good. But as an athlete, I do know that there's temptation out there all the time. But you gotta, you gotta keep it. If you don't keep it in, then you gotta at least. Don't go all the way. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Don't go all the way. I don't care what she's saying. Oh, it feels good, baby. Blah, blah, blah. Don't go all the way, bro. You don't have that problem. That's just how I feel about that. Yeah, that's that's tough, man. That's I mean, it's tough. And I don't and I don't want to act like I'm feeling sorry for these guys, but also, you know, it, it takes two to tango, right? So they know exactly what they were doing. Uh and you know, sometimes these guys, you know, are, are reckless, and sometimes these girls are very aggressive. And to Chris's point, they know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm not saying that they decided to sleep with someone and deserve to get. I'm not saying that they didn't deserve to get pregnant or anything like that. But they knew what they were doing, and if they didn't take the necessary precautions, then both of them should be, you know, responsible for that. Yep. What would happen if these athletes said, "You know what? I want to get." 
Ain't happening. You want the what? I want the kid. I want the kid to live with me. It's not going to happen because mm-hmm. the laws aren't geared towards that. Right. The laws are geared towards getting them in, you know, in in the home with the mom. So the, the, that's the thing. I don't like sounding like an angry black man, even though today I might sound like that. When I saw that <laughs> number, have. I was, you have. I was, I was just, you know, how people were listening to this, like, who said angry black man? <laughs> Yo, I was, I was, when I saw the number fake or not, I was pissed. I was like, this is ridiculous. Yeah, it's tough, man. But I mean, I mean, I, hopefully, whatever the amount is, the mother uses it wisely. Blake takes care of his business, and you know, those kids are are taken care of because ultimately, that's what it's all about. To I, me. I I don't feel sorry for these athletes. One. Oh, I don't. Bit. No, I don't. I, because I, you know, I don't, what don't feel thinking? sorry for them. No, at all? no. Can you know what they're thinking? They're thinking. Let's just say they're in a club or somewhere mm-hmm. in a venue, and a girl walks in. Some of these guys are saying, "Wow, she is so fine." I will give her three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a month and get her pregnant. That's what they think. That's, that's what, what you. That's what I, you feel like. That's, that's, that's that's what what let me let me give an example though. Blake Griffin is almost like a female. Let me explain. Let me explain. Females get hollered at pretty much every day. If you're, I mean, I don't want to talk about attractive levels. Chris at New Channel Sports. Hear me out though. Females get hollered at. Pretty much every day. After a while, females will tell you some, this. Some. some of them. Some of them. But let's just say an attractive female. You get hollered at every day. After a while, you're like, okay, okay, okay. That's what they're going through. But they're guys. They're not, I mean, they're dudes. And they're getting hollered at by tens every day trying to come at you? No, no, no. I feel sorry for them. That's hard. That is not easy. <laughs> you know, you know, look, if I had fives coming at me every day, that would be hard. Talk to this. <laughs> Hey, difficult. I got a buddy that told me. No matter me, how hard it is. Hey, I got a buddy that told me, man, if you can't get a 10, get five twos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It adds up to 10. <laughs> hey, bro, I still don't feel sorry for them. I don't care. I, they are blessed. Okay, you having 10s knock at your door every single day. You're making millions of dollars. You're playing a sport that you love. Hey. You got to keep it in your pants because yeah. it could take one mistake and that's going to be pretty much taken away from you. Man, I just tell people all the time, like kind of what you said, Chris, like I, I don't care who you are. I mean, you may have been the most faithful person you're ever I've ever met and I just don't know it. But put in that situation, any man that I know put in that situation – I don't know. You're gonna have to wind up being like, uh, what was old buddy uh, Doug Christie, uh, his, his wife traveling with him or something like that? Because you, I mean, you, I mean, I would like to think that I'd be strong enough. You better but... be Doug Christie's wife, or you better be AC <laughs> Green. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's hard. To, that's hard, man. That's I mean, any man. So again, maybe I could do it. Maybe, but. I can't but knock somebody else. That's definite. That's, yeah, that's, I, definite. That's, that's but that's the truth. That, but I agree. I, I like what you anybody. said. You said you can't knock them. All yeah. I'm saying is I'm not knocking you. That's, yeah. I was, no, all I'm saying I don't feel sorry for them. That's <laughs> all I'm saying. I don't feel sorry for you, bro. If we could trade places right now, I'll <laughs> trade places with you in a heartbeat. And I will tell my wife, I'm staying faithful to you, honey. Because yeah. you're going to lie to somebody. <laughs> you're not going to tell your wife, I don't know if I am or not. You're going to be like, I mean, up. And every day you're struggling. It's a struggle. <laughs> hold on. Just hold on. <laughs> oh, this is an interesting podcast. Is this today. the longest podcast ever? Nah. You know the longest one ever. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it got much more heated than this. Chris had the vein popping out the side of his neck earlier. <laughs> Chris is sweating. Are you sweating? Like, like, sweating. Look, no, not, this boy is sweating. I am not an angry black man. I just want to put that out there. Uh, 
hey, with any with any topics that that are like that, at the end of the day, we all just come together and be like, you know, hey, you voice your opinion, I voice my opinion, but we, we're going to try to to do things to move forward. That's what it's all about. Because I mean, we just have to. Yeah, we have to, right? Yeah. Okay, guys, thank you for listening to the podcast. We did go over a little bit, but um, hopefully you enjoyed everything that you heard. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, please subscribe to the podcast. You can subscribe on Podbean or you can subscribe on our website. That's newchannelsports.com or newchannelsports.podbean.com. And that's new channel spelled N-U-C-H-A-N-N-E-L sports. Guys got anything else to say? Cowboy Nation, Laker Nation, be ready, baby. Bulls on parade. Cavs. Rocket Nation. <laughs> Crash and burn. When are we going to sign Carmelo, man? Damn. He ain't signing. <laughs> he he would have been signed already. If Carmelo Effie does not sign. Thanks for listening Rocket to the new channel Sports Podcast. So Leave comments. Bad. Please rate the podcast with five stars. And don't forget to subscribe.